showing some compassion to yourself, I think, is also important in this context, as well as showing it to others. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the NLN podcast. The NLN is the Nordic Leadership Network. We're a team of seven coaches, facilitators, speakers, and leaders. We help develop the leaders of today and tomorrow. We challenge teams to achieve high performance. We help companies to implement strategy and get stuff done so they can flourish and grow. Hi there. So welcome to the new edition of our podcast today. And we're very happy to have with us another guest from the Nordic Leadership Network, Jason Staines. Hi, Jason. Hi. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, thanks. And you? Very good, thank you. Thanks for asking. And we also bring warmly back Stefano Mosconi. Stefano, how are you today? I'm fantastic. Thank you, David. How are you? Very good. Very good. Jason, um, one thing that we were talking about earlier was the circle of influence. And yeah. um, I think that this is a very interesting theme. It, it, it links to having a little bit more um, reflection time and thinking yeah. about where you're putting your energies and focus. Um, what have you noticed about how your, um, let's say your, your focus or priorities have, have shifted during this interesting time that we have? Yeah. Well, I think the one, one, one pattern for me, at least, has been really strongly about this coronavirus. So I think when I was listening, uh, when it first came out, of course, I was doing what probably everybody was doing and reading everything and, you know, what's happening in this country and what's happening in the UK, what's happening in Finland, what's happening in the US, what's happening in China, what's happening in Italy. And yeah. I, just, I have a PhD on coronavirus from yeah. WhatsApp what's University. So yeah, I think many people do. But I think that what I realized actually after a couple of weeks was that, shall we just say, it wasn't making me happy. <laughs> the more, yeah. the more, the more I was kind of, uh, listening, the more I was reading, the more powerless I felt I was. And, uh, and that's where this circle of influence thing came in. So I decided to kind of limit myself and get it down to 30 minutes a day, something like that, if I can on a good day and just, just check in on a few websites, what's going on. And focus on the things I can do, like washing hands, like self-isolating, like walking my dog and keeping a distance from people, all this kind of stuff. And I have to say, it's been making me feel better. I, the last week or so, when I've ch changed the focus, if you like, it's uh, it's really helped me. What about you, Stefano? Has this been something that I remember we were talking a lot about the details of this whole thing a couple yeah. of weeks ago? Has yeah, your patterns changed as well? Yeah, in, in Italy started a bit earlier, so I, I got That's affected right. by that uh, a bit earlier than you guys. But uh, yeah, sa same story here. Uh, actually, one one very valuable uh, things we have done, both me and my wife, because what what's happening, what was happening was that every uh, night we would put the kids to bed, and then after that we would just scroll on our phones uh, information about coronavirus, and then the the only valuable thing that I have done uh, ever since was to set up this. Uh, uh, sleep timer so that at 9.30 yeah, yeah. I can't anymore scroll the, uh, the, the phone. And it, it does help because it kind of reminds you that, hey, it's not now the time to look at this information. You're going to bed. You're just getting more anxious if you do that. Just yeah. leave, leave it to the, <laughs> to the charging station and that's it. Yeah. I've been using the, um, the timer. So I put one hour of social media every day. I'm allowed and that's it. 
and uh, it's had the same effect. I then get to choose, you know, is it just on the coronavirus? Is it on catching up with what's going on with friends and jokes and all the rest of it and what's going on? So how yeah, about yeah. you, David? Um, well, this reminds me of the, some of the themes that we talked about in an earlier podcasts, like in the last one where um, Laura Vargas was discussing being more intentional and uh, deli- deliberate with with your leadership and um, previous ones we've talked about being more intentional about how you're spending your time and um, I know a good tip that I've had from Laura is to to just have a rule no screens for one hour before bedtime and uh, mm. it, it, it does take some discipline but mm. you've, it seems like you both of you have found some ways to ration, <laughs> ration your news, ration your social media usage, and to think a little bit care- more carefully about how you're using your time. Um, just one thing that I'd like to pick up on, you mentioned a couple of times now um, about about being happy. Um, yeah. So what what is it actually making you happy at the moment? Or I'm making the assumption you are happy. But... <laughs> no, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm trying to get myself there every day. Every day. <laughs> And I think that's, I think that's part of it. I think it's about, you know, there are many things I don't control, you know. I don't know how long I'm going to be in lockdown. I don't know how long I'm going to have to self-isolate. So then mm. I just try to, try to enjoy the little things every day and, uh, try to enjoy the walk with the dog, the time, like Stefano said, playing with the kids. I've had much more time to watch movies and play with the kids in the evening. So t- my kids are a bit older, so I'm not necessarily playing with them, but we're talking about things. It's, you know, I'm curious about what's going on in their lives and stuff. And I think it just had, it's made me reflect a little bit on what's important in life, you know? And, uh, that, that has, that has probably quite a lot of happiness. And then that, then I agree with both of you about spending time with your, fam- with your wife and your family, you know? That the thing is that I think often you prioritize work and work's the thing that we need to all do, but it's not the only thing in life. And I think that at least for me, this has been something that I've realized. I know, I know we all know it somehow, but you know what I mean? Sometimes we need things to shock us to make us think about that, about what is it that really makes us happy. And I think, yeah. but I've realized it's, it's the small things, you know? Yeah. I started on a project with my photographs that, um, before I got a digital camera, <laughs> Once again, yeah. when, my, when my daughter was little, um, we took a lot of a lot of pictures, and um, especially in the first years of, of marriage with my wife, we travelled quite a lot, and we've we've got photographs all over the place in boxes and in drawers and in different albums, and sometimes yeah, yeah. they've been taken out to make compilations and things. So this is a long put off project that I've now got time to do. And it's bringing back a lot of memories. So it's quite interesting. In previous podcasts, we've been talking about what's happening right now. And then we've been trying to um, shift the gaze to the future. Um, What I'm feeling myself is that it's also making me reflect and look back quite a lot now over the past. Um, Stefano, what about you? What sort of things come to your mind about changing priorities or shifting timelines? Well, I, I think that, I mean, we have talked about the, the past and the future. Uh, one, one thing that this, this whole thing, uh, this whole crisis made me appreciate is, is exactly the present. So uh, th- there is no better time than the present because it's the moment when we are living and we spend so much time thinking about either what's happened or what will happen and uh. often forget that right now it's important. So 
really, if, if there is one thing that this, this whole crisis uh, helped me with, it's realizing the value of the present time. Really, yeah. really, the time that we're spending right now and how we're spending it, it's extremely important. And, and, uh, as, you know, reconnecting to what Jason said, there are things that we just cannot, uh, control. And, and probably neither, the, the future is not one of them, but the present might actually be. So yeah. reconnecting with the present is, is one thing that really I am appreciating and makes me quite happy, actually. So, um, Jason, I was asking you about happiness and Stefano, you're talking about appreciation. And I think those two things are very closely linked. So, um, maybe this is something that is happening at the moment that as we moved out of, for some of us anyway, a, a phase of, of doing, doing, doing that there is some opportunity now for, for more being and reconnecting with where we are right now and also who, who we connect with. So, uh, Jason, has this, has this had any kind of um, impact on your circle of influence, which I, I know you like to think about? Yeah, definitely. Uh, I think that you often, at least for me, I've been connecting with old friends, people who are in the UK who I haven't spoken to for a while, and just Skyping them. And I don't know why I've not been Skyping or FaceTiming with people, who, you know, old friends for a long time. And it just doesn't make sense that it's somehow daily life, you're so busy that you, you keep the circle and you keep the people you talk to are very tight. And I think that the, the thing for me has been to think about other people. You know, I have friends in New York. I have friends mm. in different places. So not just going back to the normal nucleus of people I speak to, trying to broaden that a little bit, trying to just be curious about how everybody is. And I think that this thing has really brought us all together. I think that a lot of pettiness, a lot of petty arguments have been taken away because everybody or many people are in the same situation, <laughs> but they don't control what's going on. So all they can do is focus on who they spend the time with, what do, what do they choose to put their time and effort into, and then think for themselves about what makes them happy. And do a bit more of that every day. Yeah, so I've reconnected with some relatives that I normally only see at weddings and funerals. So yeah, that's uh, that's a plus, plus definitely. Um, there's one more question that um, or theme that I wanted to explore with you, which was um, both of you that in previous podcasts we've touched a little bit about um, cultural differences and respecting respecting those when we're. Uh, in, in like face to face, but also on the, in the virtual environment. And, um, Jason, you, you mentioned something the other day about respecting differences rather than judgment. Um, so mm. I, I feel that there is quite a lot of judgment going on at the moment, actually. Mm. So there are some very positive things happening. Um, and maybe some of it's quite natural. I did see somebody that I know the other day. I, I do my shopping at the moment once a week and I was in the supermarket on Monday. Um, and I saw somebody who I know is definitely over the age of 70, and um, I suggested to him, if you want to stick with the, the quarantine, um, I'm very happy to do your shopping for you. And he said, oh, yeah, but I'm I'm feeling really well. <laughs> I've been walking 10, 10 kilometres a day. And I was thinking, okay, he hasn't quite got it. So I mentioned, you know, <laughs> even President Nini still has been saying that you should stay at home, and I'm... And so forth, but uh, and then then I think I've started to go into judgmental mode. Yeah. Um, so 
how how have you been hand, handling that then, and what have you been seeing on that? Well, it, it's a it's a tricky one because I've been also trying to catch myself to not go there. So, for example, mm. I was talking to a colleague who I'm working with who's in Sweden, and uh, the Swedish approach to how they handle this, as you probably know, is a little different to the Finnish approach or to the approach in the UK or Italy, and um, and it. It took me a little bit of energy to not go into really <laughs> start judging to rather than just respecting the differences. Uh, and I had to hold myself back and she laughed at me and said, you know, I can see you've got opinions about this. And I was like, yeah, yeah. But at the end of the day, how do I know what's right? <laughs> you know, the guidance in England is different to the guidance in, in the, in Finland is different to the guidance in America is different to probably the guidance in Italy. So who knows? So it just made me realize that, you know, okay, that's, that this is an opportunity for me to also, on the one hand, I agree with you, follow the guidance, but on the other hand, respect some of the differences and, and not be so judgmental that I'm doing and you're not. And I think one other thing that caught my eye is walking the dog was a lot of teenagers walk to, like out and about together. And uh, I had conversations with my own 16-year-old daughter, and she was saying how she feels it's completely unfair that some of her friends are out and about doing things and others are not. Mm. And I said, yeah, of course, that is unfair. <laughs> but it, but it, but it's a difficult thing to talk through, you know, because yeah. the, the guidance is one thing, and of course she feels it's unfair and there's judgment there as well. But what do you do? You can't mm. go around telling everybody that's kind of the policeman's job to do if they feel that's wrong. So you can tell and guide and share your opinion, but at the end of the day, it's a difficult balance. I don't know. I haven't found the answer yet, but I'm just trying to hold back when I think it's appropriate. Mm. What about you? Does that resonate with you, anything? Uh, yes, it does. And um, trying to find that balance, I think, is key there. And um, uh, to respect differences and not, not to be judgmental, um, I think is also very important. I think that uh, I'd also like to hear what Stefano has to say about this because we, we were chatting just before we came on air with Stefano that um, in the last podcast we had a, a discussion, um, we heard a discussion about the virtual environment is is um, e in some way equalising. So, for example, extroverts and introverts, it kind of takes away a little bit from extrovert space and maybe makes it slightly more comfortable for introverts to interact and it's kind of equalizing effect. Um, so Stefano, what have, what have you seen around that? Have you seen different personalities are respected in the virtual environment? Well, let's say I've been, I've been on the internet for quite a long time and then you, you find a lot of personalities in the internet and it's very simple especially in, in the written uh, world, to be uh, judgmental and confrontational. Uh, then when, when people come together, they are much less confrontational and, and judgmental. Um, and easily the introverts are even more silent in, uh, in the virtual world than they are in the, in the real world. So that there has to be some intentionality uh, to, uh, from, from the host of the meeting to really make sure that everybody has a voice. At the same time, uh, there has to be some uh, uh, sort of, uh, I wouldn't call it strictness, but at least attention to the fact that if, if the conversation starts becoming 
confrontational or somebody starts becoming aggressive, uh, then we should all understand and, and um, think about the fact that in all of our lives, whether we are introverts or extroverts, something is something different is going on, and actually quite a lot is going on. And um, so, w reconnecting to to the to the discussion you were having, uh, Jason, um, I, I tried my best to to do two things. One, put myself in in, in the other's shoes, and and give everyone a break, like give everyone the benefit of doubt that hey, yep. maybe. Is not angry at me or angry at this person, but is just angry because there is so much going on. So I seek yep. understanding and, and compassion in a way, uh, rather than seek, seek judgment in that sense. Mm. It's, it's difficult. I agree. And, uh, <laughs> but only by continuously and constantly thinking about it and really trying to be on the understanding side and on the compassion side, you can get to, to a better place together. Because the virtual yep. world, we are missing all the all the different cues that are normally in a, in a normal face-to-face -face physical interaction. Yeah, yeah, and I think the conscious making a conscious choice is the important thing. What you said there, you know, that you're working on it, and of course, it's never <laughs> nobody's perfect, you know. But also, give yourself a break about that too. We are going to slip. We are going to overreact. We are going to take the get the wrong end of the stick sometimes, but that's okay. Because this is a very kind of unusual situation, but showing some compassion to yourself, I think, is also important in this context as well as showing it to others. Great point. I will. Jason. I will. Good um, <laughs> well, <laughs> thank you both. I think that's a great note to um, finish on today. That we need more compassion in this circumstance, but we also need um, self-compassion. So what I've heard today is um, a lot of um, positive psychology and a lot of um, humanistic ideas, I think, about um, thinking what can you influence and not worrying so much about the future or what the past has been, but appreciating the presence and the power of appreciation and being in the moment. And once again, the words intentionality and being deliberate and thinking about your priorities and how you're spending your time and who you're spending your time with and what you're giving your attention to, I think has been a very strong theme that we've had throughout the whole series. And we, I think we've, overall, I say today that we've spoken quite a lot about emotional connections. So previously we've been talking about the social connection and, and then also the work connection and staying connected. Today I think it's been a lot about emotional connection. Thank you both for coming along today. And um, final word, let's give it to Winston Churchill, or it might have been Machiavelli, um, which is ne never waste a good crisis. Hey, listener, it's Stefano here. Since you got until here, we think that you might like the podcast. It would mean so much if you could leave us a five-star review and share this with as many of your friends as possible. This will help us be discovered and spread the news. Can you just take five minutes and do that for us? Thank you.